The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Transmitting from WebmasterRadio.fm, World Headquarters in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket Rocket to the next generation of Search Engine Optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO and give you free expert advice with their weekly site clinic. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO, SEO rock stars. Hello, everybody. This is Brasco. Welcome to SEO Rock Stars for Tuesday, December 21st, 2010. Happy holidays from all of us to all of you. We welcome you to a special edition of SEO Rock Stars. Darren, of course, will be taking the next two weeks off, uh, as everybody basically will be kind of taking the next two weeks off. And trust me, we're not going to leave your stockings empty. We're delivering to you a two-part edition of SEO Rockstars, as we're going to be playing back for you what some of you may have missed if you did not go to AFCON 2010 in Miami, Florida, the always wonderful, always curious, always controversial Black Hat, White Hat SEO panel. We're going to bring that to you in its entirety so today you're going to hear part one. We're going to go right into it. Let me introduce you to our panelists. Joining Darren Babin, a.k.a. SC Guru, will be Mark Lehman, co-founder of the New Tech Community in South Florida, John Carcutt, the director of organic search for MediaWiz, and co-host of SEO 101 here on webmasterradio.fm. So let's take you out to Miami, Florida, AFCON 2010. Here's the panel. I own it. I will say it. I, I, I'm a black hat. Right? Um, do I, do I, who understands the differences between white hat, black hat? Right? Who does not? Okay, so about a third of the room doesn't understand it. Um, you want to explain this? White hat, black hat, the differences. I like to put links where most people don't. I like to put the links where most people don't want you to put links. All right. That's Simple your definition that. of, uh, that's the difference that's to you? That's what I do. That's you what do you do. a lot more. Okay. So uh, let, me, let me give you like a, a, a proper, uh, I guess, perspective of it. Um, the engines say that um, if you do anything outside of their, uh, their terms of service, um, what they're recommending. Ladies and gentlemen, John Carcutt. Yeah, see that? You earn no respect. And don't walk in here with a white hat. That's just wrong. That's just wrong. I think um, where black hat techniques would come into effect with what Byron was saying is the how you get those links and how you build those links. The, those particular um, efforts on your part are, are ones that can get you in, into trouble. Um, so that, that's uh, the, the prime difference there, guys, between um, black hat and white hat is the search engine says, I can, I can do this, and they say I can't do that. What they say you cannot do, if you do it for your own benefit or the benefit of your client, 
If you're doing it on behalf of someone else, you are using a black hat technique. Okay? Everybody clear on that? All right. Uh, let's let's kind of uh, we're we're just going to kind of talk about a, a couple of high level things, and then we're we're going to throw it out on the floor since a lot of you are in a fairly middle of the road. Um, I'm fairly certain that some of you are go going to have some questions that are burning that you want answered. So um, the re the real concept here is panel discussion and you know feedback from you guys where we can help you. Um, that's that's where we want to get to today. Um, I would tell you that, uh, you know, black hat, white hat has existed since the beginning, really. Um, I got into the space in 1994, and um, I have manipulated the search engines, and I do mean manipulated better than a woman does her man, right? Like, that is the way you make money with the engines, in my opinion. That's how I kind of, you know, qualify everything I say. I like to say in my opinion, um, specifically because I don't want to speak for these guys. Some of this stuff, you know, if, if repeated around ears that get back to certain individuals that like to, um, that work for guys like Google or whatever, sit in the back of rooms like that, they will use your talk against you, okay? Um, so always when you're at a conference, be careful who you're talking around. That's, you know, that's one of the big things. Um, sharing is good. Finding a mentor in this space is even better. You know, somebody that you know and look up to, you know they've you know, produced results. Um, to give you an idea of, of results, um, some of the results that I've generated over the years, uh, one, of, one of the ones that I'm better known for that I do talk openly and publicly about, John's heard this before, I... I was the guy in 1996 when Clinton was in the White House and they began talking about online pharmacies. That was because of me. I owned every first, second, and third listing um, in every engine. AltaVista, Lycos, InfoSeq, Yahoo, didn't matter whether it was the directory. Um, like we had listings everywhere. Excite was as I like to put it, and hopefully I don't offend anyone in here, I used to call, uh, for lack of a better word, Excite was my bitch. She would, in, she would update every other Monday. And there's things about the index when you're doing white hat, black hat, or let's say you're trying some black hat, gray hat even techniques. Um, I tell people you want to test your stuff, right? You want to you put your toe in the water and test the effect and make sure that you don't create ripple down effect um, on a negative uh, of a negative connotation. Um, so e even when you're when you're in, in you know stepping into areas that's outside of your comfort zone, uh, but you've got a client pushing you, right? You always want to make that client aware of the pitfalls of you know what they what they may get themselves into. Um, any other from you guys before I, I ask yeah, some questions, I some thoughts say, here? First of all, I yeah. apologize for being late to everybody. I really do. I think these guys were just trying to get a competitive advantage. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you mentioned that you, know, you and I both started this a long time ago, and some of the stuffs we, some of the things we did way back then were perfectly fine. Yeah. And as as this industry grew and as the engines progressed, things that used to be perfectly white hat are now black hat. 
Right. So you got to stay up with it. When you mentioned testing, you got to retest as well because mm-hmm. things change, as everybody knows. Yeah. What's good today may not be good tomorrow, and that rule has been good for the last 16 years. I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. So, um, Mark, do you have any? Some of the things that I used to do years ago that were frowned upon now are legitimate reason or tools that they're using. Methods. Yeah. Yeah. It's so really surprising how things have changed. And what kind of sites do you push these days? My sites right now, I'm pretty varied, but for years I was doing deck consolidation. Yeah. I liked, started with AltaVista mm-hmm. two years after you did, mm-hmm. and that was the one I liked because, well, one thing, I am a terrible speller, <laughs> and I had a competitive advantage. Yeah, you did. I had every misspelled term in the finance industry because I would just type and I wouldn't proofread it. I'd put it out. AltaVista loved that, and I'd have a ton of traffic. I could dominate for every one of those terms, and nobody would compete against me. So are you, are you saying misspelling is black hat? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> now, misspelling now, now black hat yes. tactics. Well, Warning. Yes. Grammar's now, next. <laughs> they frown upon it. You really yeah. don't get indexed if you're using the misspellings. It takes away. Yeah. Yeah. It does, guys. There's so many different um, you know, techniques and variables in, um, in handling a site and trying to become you know, crawler-friendly and then you know, measuring your results based on what's getting indexed um, you know, and popping in the SERPs. You know, it's, it's something that, again, there's a lot of trial and error in search generally, period, across the board. Um, I, I want to open the floor for, for questions from people, um, you know, things that you may have come across that you're wondering is, you know, these techniques that I should be doing or um, questions like that, whatever. Feel free. Hands. Questions. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate it. <laughs> Next question. I'm thinking to myself, the world of corporate intrigue, what chaos could be created by using black hat techniques and is it is this a frequently done to uh, to drive your competitors uh, search rankings down? You're talking about negative SEO. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Wow. We open up with negative SEO on a corporate level. Sweet. All right. We see where you guys are swimming now. You're in the deep end. Okay. I better hide underneath the table right now. Yes. <laughs> I think we all agree it's possible. Oh, it's, it's, more, than, it's more than possible. Yes. I'll cite an actual example, and there's someone sitting in the room who has a new partner whose CEO or, or uh, one of the managing members um, was very integral in helping us because he got very angry at a situation. We were at a search engine strategies in San Jose, and um, to make a long story short, this other new company um, was there, and they were a paper call company. And uh, they made quite, quite the ruckus. They actually tried to steal some of our audio gear in a drunken frenzy. Like, these guys were just kind of out of their skulls and, you know, making a, a real scene of themselves saying that SEO was dead, you know, PPC was dead, that the, the new world was PPV. 
and um, with all of the ruckus that they caused and trying to steal our gear, it really pissed, pissed off, pardon me, one of our, our old first-gen buddies. And uh, he came up to me and he said, do you mind if I? Negative SEO, all right? And I said, as long as it's coming from an IP offshore somewhere and you rotate them and, you know, you're tunneling, I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Knock, knock yourself out. So uh, does anyone have, uh, you may want to do this search because it'd be horrible if they're still ranking for it because it's been about four years. But this is what happened. They turned on a bot, and that bot was an intelligent bot. It was programmed to go and link spam blogs. So it was basically blog spam, and it was automated. So it was hitting every kind of political blog that you could imagine where, like, the election had just ended. So we can thank a lot of the politicians for some of their, like, pretty decent page rank sites that we were milking links off of, right? And it's great. You're doing it in bulk. It was fantastic. When I say bulk, I'm talking, you know, 20,000 links built, you know, in, in a very short amount of time. Um, and I can tell you that the company, in about um, 72 hours and for over 18 months that I know of, that, that I know I looked at, they could still be there, um, they were ranking for a very undesirable term. Now, for my buddy... Um, let's just say he wasn't happy enough with the fact that they were going to rank for this term. He wanted to rub it in their face. So what he did with that, that bot was he would take that bot um, and he reprogrammed it so that he would go through a proxy offshore doing a query to Google. Google would, would show up. That bot would then do a query on that Google screen through that anonymous offshore IP and the query that he did was the query that they would rank for. He then had that bot hit that number one listing so what would show up in their analytics is all this traffic offshore searching Google for the term weak sister bitch. Then that bot would click through on that listing and it would surf around their site a little bit, clicking on links, and then back out. So what happened was we ran their analytics through the roof. So anytime they loaded their stats, their number one search phrase, weak sister bitch, <laughs> right? Coming from all over the world. They had no idea what hit them. And for, like I said, for over 18 months, you know, that, that listing was there. Um, for those of you who actually did the search, see me afterwards and tell me what the company is that you see number one. I see you over there. Are you searching? Okay, you're tweeting. <laughs> Do not tweet that search phrase. People. Too late. Next question. I'm sorry. <laughs> from, from the White Hat side of this, a yeah. couple tips to protect yourself from this kind of stuff because it happens. And these it are does. The, the two easiest ones. Make sure your 404s always return a 404 in the header yep. and never use wildcard subdomains. Just all I'm going to say. Yep. I don't know. Do we really answer your question? Just a follow-up. Obviously, that was a, a, an exercise in the house. <laughs> Uh, 
Say they're, they're number two, three, and four, but you're in position number five. Say that you have competitors in position one, two, three, and four, but you're in position number five. Can you really knock those four out and become number one? Yes. There's hands down, yes. So, I guess, and part of your question was also what are the repercussions of this from a corporate perspective, correct? So I deal with corporate clients all day, every day, and they're, one of the fears is what if we get caught doing something we shouldn't be? And I have to realize we're not going to do something we shouldn't be, but they hear all about SEO and they say, we don't want to do stuff that's going to get us in trouble. And online reputation is huge now, as I'm sure all you know. And if you get busted doing something like that, It'll make the, at least our industry news, it'll make your market news most likely, your competitors, if they find out, will make sure everybody knows, and it can be a PR nightmare for you, without a doubt. I mean, think about when uh, BMW got banned for cloaking, right? Like, here's one of the biggest corporate giants out there, and they got banned physically, right? Like, you want to talk about panic attack? Yeah, I see the finger. <laughs> I mean, that caused problems. I mean, and, and, you know, like, that's not the first time we've seen someone like that do that. For instance, like, how, how, how long have we been screamed at by the engines about cloaking itself? Hands in the room who understand cloaking. You know what cloaking is? Those who do not. Okay, cloaking is the art of delivering one page for the surfer and or one page for the spider. Right, and it's seamless. Could be a million. Yeah, it could be, based on IP, based on a ton of different things. Like, yeah, language, whatever. Um, so, so, how about having the search engines tell you you're not allowed to cloak, but then they turn around and do it themselves? Yahoo Autos, anyone? Google Homepage, anyone? Yeah. That's, that's IP delivery. But, but, IP, oh, I'm sorry, IP delivery. But, but here's here's the thing. Same difference. Yeah, but this brings up a good point because I wanted to mention this. When you talked earlier about you know black hat versus white hat, cloaking is too broad a term. It is. It, it really is because there's many many different ways that to is. do it. You just brought it up. And, and yeah. you brought it up. IP delivery. There's many and there are white hat cloaking methodologies. Yep. And IP delivery is one of them. And Google does it. And it's, and However, when, when when Yahoo was doing it, that like yeah, that was egg in their face. Right. You know that like. Again, there are white hat techniques. He's definitely correct. You know, and, and the instance where you would geotargeting, geotargeting, maybe you've got an all flash in a front end. There's actually, if you guys have ever watched the uh, webmaster videos that Cuts does on YouTube, there's other people doing them now. And there's I can't remember his name, but he does a video. It's like four or five minutes on how to white hat cloak and talks about exactly what's good and not good and how to cloak properly. Yeah. And they, they, they just go out and tell you. So yeah. it's there. Yeah. More from the Black Hat, White Hat SEO panel from AFCON 2010 Miami when we return. You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm.
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Hi, I'm Ross Dunn. And I'm John Carcass. We're the hosts of SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Your introductory course on search engine optimization. Tune in and get some free advice and network. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and we'll be taking your questions. Get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. Catch us Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel only on webmasterradio.fm. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Let's not waste a minute. Let's take you back to the Black Hat White Hat SEO panel at AFCON 2010 in Miami. You good, Scott? Let's say I'm the company that's just been bumped out of the search rating on Google. How and where do I find you? See where you've been bumped off? Yeah. It's not me. It's not me. What do I do? How do I get back into listening? <laughs> Why are you looking at me? No. Yeah, I know. I, I, because I, I, I'll give a black hat answer, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, you, you have to do some research. You have to figure out yourself why you got bumped off. And if you can point to the reason, um, usually, especially if you if you have Webmaster Tools access, you've claimed your site, and you can you can basically spam report them through Webmaster Tools. It gets much higher attention if you do it through your Webmaster Tools account, and say I was bumped down because of this by this site, and you know that 
works sometimes. Other times, it really just you're going to have to fight back. Yeah. Build more links. It depends. Again, it depends on whether they did it to Go your site or they did something links. else. If it's something they did to your site, you might be able to fix. Um, like if, if they use one of these things where I mentioned a couple things, you know, fix those two things, and you might fix the, the technique that they attacked you right. with. Those kind of things. I mean, it's done all day, every day. Yeah, it is. It is. Brent's right. No, they don't want to talk to you. No. They don't want to hear you complain. Yeah. <laughs> I actually worked for a guy one time um, many years ago in a foreclosure foreclosure data industry. We sold subscriptions, and he had a competitor that was like one rank or two ranks above him. That he like he literally built this three inch binder with the screenshots and and everything. And he mailed like five, six copies of this giant thing to different people. He mailed them directly to, to Sergeant Larry. He mailed them to anybody he could figure at Google with all this stuff. It was like it took him weeks to build this stuff and send it off. Never heard of peep. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> all right. Uh, fresh questions out here. Come on, don't be shy. Yes. Okay. Uh, most category pages, most uh, of the product links, they have two inch product links like the thumbnail and the other ones, extra text describing the product page. Where is this? Where? You say like a are category you, okay. page? Are you talking about say a WordPress or a page that merchants that sell products? The category pages have two two links for each product. Uh, one is a thumbnail, the other one's the anchor text link or the name of the product. Would you put an idea to add like a no follow to the image so it's just one less thing to pay or it doesn't really matter? Uh, only if you want to exclude those images from um, from uh, Google Image Search. Okay. Right? Yeah. Back here. I would like to ask the white hat. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. What color is this hat? Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> it's got white text on a white background. You sure it's a white hat? <laughs> He's right. He's right. Uh, I would like to ask from the, the white hats, uh, pseudo white hats, uh, from the white hat side, um, when do you think it's acceptable and how do you think it's acceptable to buy links today online? I didn't the get the last part. part. To buy, to buy links online. And I know to buy links. When do you think it's acceptable and how do you think it's acceptable today? I know today? why you're asking me, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew this was going to come up. It's a black hat technique. So Google right. frowns upon buying links completely. Um, but just like I personally, in, until I came to my current employer, I never bought a single link in my entire life. And I was kind of mandated from my employer that I need to use. I work for MediaWiz. We own TextLink ads. So it would be really difficult for me to say, no, we're not buying links to my boss. <laughs> so, it, but, but because of that, I had to come up with a way to do it that satisfied my personal ethics. Um, and I look at it two, two ways. One, I'm very, very, very critical about any link 
that I broker for my uh, clients. And they're always, always, always short-term. So my, my perspective is like a, it's like the difference between SEO and PPC. So when you first launch a site, you want traffic right away. You're not going to get the rankings. So you're going you're to supplement that traffic with paid, paid traffic, PPC. Same thing when you first start doing link building. That, that link juice is not going to build up that quick. So you supplement the beginning with some paid links. And then as you build your natural links, you wean off the paid. Um, still not a great thing. And if I ever leave this company, I will immediately stop buying links again. But um, you have to be very, very critical of the links you buy. You have to look at your entire link profile, and it really dictates how many links you can get away with from purchasing. So if you have 20 links to your site, you may possibly be able to get buy with buying one. But if you have 500,000, you can spend five, 6,000 a month buying links as long as they're quality links. So your link profile makes a difference. It's got to be a very, very small percentage. And they have to be high quality. There can't be. There's. I, I've got a list of about 30 different indicators that I look at when I evaluate a site whether I'm going to, you know, engage in, in, a, in a purchase there. And if they miss one of these indicators, I move on. There you have it, part one of the Black Hat White Hat SEO panel. We will bring you part two next week. So stay tuned next Tuesday. And remember, you can listen in each and every Tuesday live, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. You can find all of our archives on WebmasterRadio.fm inside the search engine optimization channel or look for the show on iTunes. We know you do. We love that you download us. Please rate and review and tell us what you like, what you don't like. Let's get some content ready that you're going to love for 2011. In the meantime, Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you next week. 